G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's get some thoughts. Carl Fays is the chair of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association in Australia. And uh, Carl's joining us for an update. Hello, Carl. Welcome along. Uh, Neil, it's great to be with you. I'm sorry you're able to uh, do your schedule for the show, but I'm not. (laughs) I'm on a very noisy bus, but it is wonderful to chat to you on what, as you've already said, is a momentous and sad day. Carl, you can't always get the timing right, and you've got to live your life the way you do, and you have a very busy schedule, and you are on a bus, and there's a little bit of ambient noise. Uh, Listeners won't mind hearing a little bit of ambient atmosphere in the background as you're travelling along on the bus. But when you got the news, Carl, uh, this was not something unexpected, but uh, how did you feel when the, the phone call came? Oh, you know, it's just a, uh, it's a real mixture of feelings, isn't it, Neil? It's one, there's just a overwhelming sense of sadness. We've, we've lost one of the greats, one of the, the wonderful people of Christendom and, and of the church and of faith. Um, there's a sense of, of, uh, a real sense of privilege of being connected with the organization and the influence that, uh, Billy Graham has had. And there's also that sense of privilege that you have watched and been near to an organisation run by a guy whose reputation's never been sullied, whose focus has never shifted and whose heart's always been in the same place, that people would come to know Jesus personally. And he gave millions of people that opportunity and they responded. So there's, there's a really wonderful sense of celebration in the middle of that. Integrity is always one of those issues that all of us who are alive are always conscious of and uh, cautious about uh, to see someone of Billy Graham's calibre, age 99, who's run the race, fought the fight, kept his integrity and a wonderful reputation. Uh, This is a wonderful story that the church needs to tell, Carl. Yes, uh, Neil, it does, because, you know, when you think about the opportunities he had when he rubbed shoulders with the wealthiest, most influential people across the globe in, at his time bar none really and uh, and and so the the chances to use your position and what you did for your own good or your own positive outcome uh, to use it financially uh, to lose sight of what you're called to do to shift your focus to something that honored yourself rather than the guys you sought to serve you know that temptation was there for him as it is with everybody, but, you know, in, in a, an inordinately great way. And, uh, and the fact that, that he, he had great people around him who he allowed to speak into his life, his uh, wife Ruth, who died a, a number of years ago, but also his team, his wonderful team. Uh, and, and not only that he, he had a great team, but he allowed the team to speak into his life and to help mould who he was as a person. 
and that, that he maintained that integrity is, is a great thing to celebrate. He was pastor to American presidents dating right back to Truman. In fact, uh, people have given to him this reputation as being America's pastor. And there is a certain sense in fatherhood in that pastoral role. Uh, we have lost one of the global fathers, haven't we, today? Yes, because, because he was so deeply respected and because he was focused on his message, he wasn't a person that, you know, was trying to use influence. Therefore, he could be trusted by influential people. I mean, I think that he would enter the room and they would genuinely feel he was there for them uh, and, and be listening to them because he really wasn't trying to get anything out of them um, because he was so focused on the message that Jesus had given him. Uh, that, that made him a person of influence. And because he never, as far as we know, and I, I believe this, he never dishonoured uh, the confidence he was given, he never tried to use that for his own good. Uh, that meant that he would be welcomed into the places uh, and, and the confidence of influential people like presidents of America because they knew they could trust him. Carl, your reflection for a moment on the fact that he had so many opportunities to do different things. He could have been a great political leader, perhaps even a US president in his own right, but he chose to walk this path of evangelist, the one who delivers good news even to the poor and to those who are vulnerable. What are your thoughts on that determination to pursue his calling the way that he did? It's a wonderful example, isn't it? Because he was, there were times that he was approached, you know, by Hollywood to see if he wanted to go into the, the uh, acting space. He was times to run for president and did he want to get into politics? He saw what he was asked to do as the highest calling and he would never step away from it. And, uh, and, and all these other things that many people, many of us, see as alluring for Billy Graham, they weren't alluring, they were a distraction. And that's a great testament to his heart. And Carl, your thoughts on the influence that Billy Graham had on Australia? Because as I understand it, back to 1959 and over subsequent crusades here in Australia, more than three and a half million people turned out to see Billy Graham preach the gospel. Your thoughts on the impact that that had on our historical presence of, as a people of Australia? Well, it, it, 1959 was uh, a remarkable event. He was out here in 68 and 79, and while they were still large events, they weren't as influential and as pivotal as 1959 was. I mean, one could suggest that it was as close as Australia has ever come to anything that looked like a religious revival. And it wasn't just in a small small section, it was across the nation. And so the largest crowd, the, the record for the largest crowd is still held on the MCG by people coming to see Billy Graham. 150,000 people in Sydney at the closing ceremony on the SCG and the, uh, the showgrounds next door combined, the two events running concurrently. Uh, the number of people who went into Christian ministry, the number of Bibles that were read uh, increased from something like 30,000 to 150,000 Bibles that were distributed. Um, it, it, it was a very significant event. Even people like Stuart Pig and others have looked at stats of crime and it's not saying that Billy Graham reduced crime but certainly slowed the increase of crime and alcohol related crime in the early 60s as a result of 1959 so and many of the great leaders of our nation like sorry in the churches of our nation people like the Archbishop Peter Jensen who's just stepped down from the role he and his brother, Philip, came to faith at, a Billy, at the 1959 Billy Graham events. 
And so that influence is enormous and we still feel it today. Uh, one last question before I've got to let you go. Uh, there are something like 500 staff worldwide in the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Connections to Australia, the, sub- the substance of, of the ministry that's here in Australia. Have you got a, a quick reflection on that sort of legacy that's come from uh, such a great man? Well, Australia was always very close to the heart of Billy Graham and his son Franklin. And uh, what's being announced across Australia in the last week, interestingly, is there's several meetings where they're announcing that Franklin Graham is coming back to Australia next year to celebrate the 1959 uh, events in, in 2019. So Australia is very close to the heart of the Billy Graham organisation. And uh, while, while the organisation hasn't done um, a, a large number of events, etc., Will Graham still comes to Australia. He's about to be in Kalgoorlie in the middle of May this year. As I've already said, Franklin has coming next year. Uh, there's been uh, events uh, over the last 20 years in, in Sydney, Adelaide, Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne, uh, remarkable events where the gospel is preached. And so the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association is still active. It's still well connected to the international organisation and still committed to the same thing, the message of Jesus. Well, Carl Fays, thank you so much for making your time available. I know it's less comfortable to you as you're uh, travelling on a bus but uh, appreciate your thoughts your update, uh, your understanding of what's happening as things are unfolding no doubt there's plenty for you to do and uh, plenty of people to talk to about this whole uh, uh, death of Billy Graham but uh, Carl Fays, the chair of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association thanks so much for being with us today on 2020 Absolute pleasure Neil, thank you Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.